You're listening to the Selling Social Podcast, and we're your hosts. I'm Laren Kelly. And I'm Sydney Lish. We're two entrepreneurs turned best friends, pulling back the curtain and taking you behind the scenes to show you what it really takes to build wildly successful brands. You'll learn tools, tips, and strategies from top industry trailblazers that are paving the way in the world of social selling and building brands online. This podcast is for you if you sell a product, a service, or your expertise. We are Selling Social. You ready? Let's get it. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Selling Social Podcast. And this is the first of a two-part episode series uh, with Benjamin Fuchs, founder of Truth Treatments. And in this episode today, we talk everything from skincare myths to the three most important topical ingredients for happy, healthy, youthful skin. We talk how to eliminate skin conditions with nutrition. We talk personal growth. We talk routines. We also talk the energy of business, the energy of relationships. And I have to say, this is probably one of my absolute favorite episodes. And Benjamin took so much time out of his day that we had to make this into a two-part episode series, which actually makes it even more fun for us. So Um, Just a little bit of background on Benjamin. He is a registered pharmacist, nutritionist, and cosmetic chemist who has been compounding custom medication, formulating nutritional and skincare products, and consulting with doctors and patients since graduating from the University of Colorado Pharmacy in 1986. Um, Ben is really an accomplished speaker and for the past 22 years has been lecturing nationwide on the benefits and importance of strategic use of cosmetics and nutritional supplementation for healthy skin and bodies and he really believes that all chronic diseases are substantiated by a generic foundation of bodily breakdowns called the triangle of disease which we go into in the episode and he breaks down for us um, that can be leveraged to reverse degenerative illness so he really does all of the formulation and he truly stands behind and lives out exactly what he preaches. Uh, Mr. Fuchs is recognized nationally for his work as an on-air pharmacist, nutritionist, and host of the Bright Side radio program and has been a guest on numerous alternative health radio programs. He is so amazing on air. I just, he had such a great presence about him, such a great energy. We kept him definitely over the amount of time that he probably wanted to be on, but we appreciated it so much. And most recently, He's put the finishing touches on an innovative skin health strategy developed in his compounding pharmacy called Truth Treatments that leverages the skin's inherent biochemistry to heal the beauty and beautify the body's largest organ, which is the skin. And he talks again all about how he is one of the only people in the world that is creating products that are actually helping and enhancing the skin versus being a watered-down POS, essentially. Uh, A little bit more, Ben holds a BA in broadcast journalism as well, which explains his great Um, his great speaking skills from the Syracuse University and a BS in pharmacy from the University of Colorado and has practiced as a registered pharmacist and consulting nutritionist for 35 years. You guys, that is quite a bio, but I feel like you have to know all of that to really appreciate everything that went into this episode We are so excited for you guys to listen. Um, Please share this episode out and tag Truth Treatments once you listen and The Bright Side. Uh, This was just such an incredible episode. So we hope all of you enjoy, whether you're listening to part one or part two. Have fun listening to the Selling Social Podcast. 
All right, guys, I'm so excited to kick off this podcast episode. This is one we've wanted to do for a long time now. Um, we have Ben Fuchs here, and he is the founder of Truth Treatments, but we want to even go way back before Truth Treatments and then come back and do a big full circle back to Truth Treatments and how amazing the skincare line is. Um, so first, Ben, I just really want to like dive in and hear all about like your story, like really like where did oh, this thanks. even start? Way back when, Fleming, yes. Jersey in 1960. No, I don't. <laughs> no. You don't want to know that. I, you don't want to know that. But I'll, I'll start with, uh, well, I went to, you know, I, I was always fascinated with with chemistry. I was one of those kids that had a little chemistry set, you know, when I was growing up. And I was, it always just intrigued me how not only chemistry worked, but how biochemistry worked, how the body worked. And I was always fascinated with, uh, with medications, with drugs. I grew up in the 70s, so I was really fascinated with drugs. And then uh, I, I got into, I was a bodybuilder and I was a weightlifter. So I got into studying food and I got into studying nutrition, uh, but I didn't really take advantage of it from a business standpoint because I was really obsessed with writing and with, uh, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to, I was also, I loved radio and I loved the media. So I ended up going to journalism school. I graduated from journalism school and I just couldn't make any money doing it. You know, I waited on tables and I bagged groceries and I did landscaping and all kinds of crazy things just to make a living. And so I got this idea of making, of becoming, uh, starting a career in chemistry somehow. And I didn't really know how to do it, but I loved, I was working out a lot and I, I loved nutrition. And I thought, well, you know, I heard pharmacists make a lot of money. So I said, I'm going to go to pharmacy school and I'm going to study how food works as medicine. Well, I get to pharmacy school and uh, first day of pharmacy school, they have you talk to the dean, do a little introduction to the dean. So he finds out about you. And I said, I, I want to study food as medicine. And he thought that was the funniest thing he'd ever heard. Food is medicine. What are you talking about? This is, you know, the 1980s. And uh, so we taught, we studied drugs here in pharmacy. And I had already committed to being in pharmacy school. So I said, okay, so I continued with pharmacy school. But it's always a little bit troubled with the idea of drugs. It, uh, drugs as healing modalities. It never really made sense to me. And one day I was in the far, uh, in pharmacy school. I was walking through the basement of the school of pharmacy. And I smelled this pepperminty smell coming out of one of the rooms. I walk into the lab and there's this little man he's tinkering around some beakers in this coolest laboratory uh had beakers and had just uh erlenmeyer flasks and distill distillation systems and there was a little corner with rabbits and there were all these ingredients and it's just this cool little laboratory and i start talking to this little man and, and long story short we hit it off it turns out that this little old man was dr tony jones the guy who invented blistex the lit medicine blistex mm -hmm. and the lab i'd walked into was the blistex research lab which was in Boulder, Colorado. It's, it probably still is in Boulder, Colorado, in the basement of the School of Pharmacy. And for the next four years, I ended up being Dr. Jones' research assistant. And for the next four years, I learned everything you could possibly imagine about ingredients and about chemistry and about testing and about the lips and about the skin and about how you make things happen, how you heal. And Dr. Jones, he was like an he was an inventor, and he didn't just invent Blistex; he invented a whole bunch of other products. Uh, and we used to do research on these products. We used to test the products. We, I, uh, we used to update the products and come up with new formulations. My job, among other things, one of my jobs, you know, I had a lot of jobs. I was going to the library, doing research. I was washing the dishes. I was doing all kinds of stuff. But one of the main parts of my work was to come in after school and make Dr. Jones formulas for him. So he would, he would spend all day typing you guys probably don't remember, they used to have these IBM Selectrics. You, ever, you guys don't know what that is, probably. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's these old, it was these old high-tech typewriters that erased themselves. And, and he'd spend all day typing on his IBM Selectric, these formulas. And then I'd come in after school and i have a stack of formulas. And my job was to make the formulas. So I learned 
for while all my colleagues were off in pharmacy school getting their internship hours in drugstores, I learned everything you could possibly want to know about skincare, about ingredients, about making products, about testing products, about the skin and about lips, just like this incredible, incredible uh, background or educational background on how to do skincare. And so I always had in the back of my mind while I was doing this, I was thought this could be kind of cool. This could be a good career. And then I graduated pharmacy school and I get to work at, at the drugstores. I never really worked at drugstores. I didn't really know what drugstores were like. Uh, and so I would find myself at the drugstore. My first job was at Kmart of all places, working as I was the Kmart pharmacist. And I found myself going to the skincare section to see what skincare was like. Because I knew what skincare was like from a formulation standpoint and from a production standpoint, but I didn't really, I was a guy, you know, I was a guy in my 20s. I didn't use skincare products. I didn't really know what skincare was. And I, I would pick up the bottle of oil of Olay or Nivea or, you know, Noxzema or whatever it was that people were using. And I would look at the ingredients and I'd be like, oh my God. I can't believe that's in there. I can't believe people are putting this stuff on their skin. I what are some believe- of those things specifically? Sorry to interrupt, oh, but what are some almost, of those things that are like- all, You really want to know now? Yeah. Almost everything, almost everything that you can think of. Uh, petrolatum, mineral oil, uh, toxic preservatives, sunscreen. What's that doing to us? Like when we put it in our sleep, like, well, what is There's it- no real way, there's no real definitive science to what it's doing. There's never been a cause and effect kind of uh, research to show that something does something specific, but just using your using your intelligence, extrapolating, if something is so toxic that when I'm in the laboratory, I have to wear gloves and a mask and glasses to work with it, why would you put it on your skin? There were ingredients in products that I knew from working with them in the laboratory that I hate, I, they used to stick to the beakers. I couldn't get them off the beaker. Oh man. I would have to use, I remember I'd have to go get benzene. I don't know if you know what benzene is, it's dry cleaning mm-hmm. fluid, it's super toxic stuff. I'd have to go get benzene to clean the beakers because the stuff was sticking to the beakers. And this was the stuff that was in people's, was in the products. And I was absolutely horrified. And then on top of that, uh, this was like the straw that broke the camel's back. That was bad enough, but people would constantly come to my pharmacy and they would be complaining about their skincare products. And they would be complaining about their skin. And they'd be like, nothing's helping my eczema. My skin is drier after I use my moisturizer than before. Same things you people say today. My skin is drier after I use my products than before I use my products. My wrinkles aren't going away. Nothing's helping my, my hyperpigmentation. It was just a sense that nothing worked. And I knew from looking at the ingredients and from understanding ingredients why nothing worked. Because there was nothing in the products that could do any work. So I kept hearing this stuff over and over again. And... Finally, one day, somebody came up to the pharmacy and he had a really bad condition. It was called uh, alligator skin. Technically, they call it concrete dermatitis. Or I, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's got people get these blisters and these fissures and, and like uh, cut oh, some fingers. It's a really painful condition. And, and uh, they get thick uh, hyperkeratotic calluses on their hands. And they can't really even bend their fingers when they get it. It's, uh, it turns out that concrete has allergens in it. And people who work with concrete tend to get this. And this guy was a construction worker. His name was Ed. And he came up to the farms, he showed me his hands and he brought, he said he was using this stuff called bag balm, which they use for cow's udders. My uh, dad oh. used that on everything yes, when I was younger. Exactly. I like grew guy. up on bag balm. He was using bag balm, exactly. And so, you know, I don't know if you guys can relate to this. I think you probably can, but you know, you get these inspiration moments, these aha experiences. There's no real reason for it. it just something hits you. He likes download. Yeah, yeah, like a download, like an instant download, yeah. exactly. And that's what happened. I got this instant hit go back in the, in the pharmacy. And, and I don't, if you've ever been in a pharmacy, in the back of pharmacies, there's always these cool chemicals because all pharmacists are frustrated chemists because we didn't go to school to push pills. We went to school to study chemistry. So we all have, we're all like in our minds anyway, when we're in the pharmacy, we want to make things. 
And so I got this idea, go in the back of the pharmacy and make Ed something. And I, I put together a bunch of stuff, stuff that I thought of, that I'd learned from Blistack, stuff that I thought of my own, stuff that I learned from pharmacy school. Long story short, I mix it up, put it into a jar. It doesn't look like much. It's this big goopy mess and it's in a white jar. It has a pharmacy label on it. I don't really, I didn't really think of much. You know, I didn't even give it a second thought. I just gave it to him. Well, sure enough, two weeks later, he comes back and his hands are not 100%, but they're like 80% improved dramatically oh improved. Gosh. And he becomes a regular customer. Pretty soon his hands are completely improved. Pretty soon, he tells his doctor, I was in a small, I was in Longmont. You guys probably know where Longmont is. Yeah. It, was a, it was a small town back then. It was very, it's, it's still a small town, but it was really small back then. And so he told his pharmacist, he told his doctor about the pharmacist who, makes, who made his products. And so his doctor started calling me up and I was at Albertson's pharmacy by then. And he says, so doctor starts calling Albertson's pharmacy and says, Hey, uh, I heard you're the guy who makes the, the skincare products. Can you make this product for I have a patient? He's got this condition, that condition. Pretty soon I, I become this guy's, this doctor, this dermatologist, personal pharmacist for his patients. And then pretty soon other doctors in Longmont started calling Albertson's pharmacy. And I started to develop this reputation as being the skincare pharmacist. And this is the 1980s, you know, the, the middle to late like 1980s. Like so forward thinking. Yeah, exactly. Nobody really knew what this yeah, was about. No. And so... Um, long, you know, to cut to the chase, I got the idea of why am I doing this for Albertsons? I'm going to start my own pharmacy. And I started a pharmacy in Denver called Econocom Pharmacy, where we made skincare products. Well, all we did was make skincare products. We didn't do anything else. And I, I started to get into nutrition after that because I always really loved nutrition. So I had a pharmacy that didn't have any drugs. It only had skincare. It had some Retin-A. I was making Retin-A and some hydroquinone. But aside from that, it didn't have any drugs. And um, it had a lot of nutrition. And I started doing the same thing for, for everybody that I was doing for, for Albertsons. And at the end of a couple of years, I had this big formula book with patients' names. And patients would actually come in and get products, and I would make products specifically for them. And then they become they come in regularly for their cream or their lotion. And so uh, eventually, I said to myself, why am I doing this just for a few patients? I'm going to start a business. And I can't tell you the name. You mentioned the name, but legally, I'm not supposed to say the name. Oh, okay. This. Yeah. But so I started, I started that company based on all of these formulas that I was making for people. And while I was doing this, I was developing an expertise. I mean, I developed an expertise at Blistex, but after doing this for four or five or six years, a lot on a regular basis, I was becoming a skincare expert. And, mm -hmm. at, the, and at the time, something very interesting was happening. And that was estheticians were starting to come around. There were no estheticians. Are you guys estheticians by the way? No, no, you're not. No. Okay. So you know what I'm, you know, estheticians, people work with, with beauty and skin. There were no estheticians when I started, but along the way, somewhere in the mid 1990s, the early to mid 1990s, there started to become estheticians. Mm -hmm. And so I had already been doing it, making products for people. So estheticians started to hear about me and I started making products for estheticians. And pretty soon I wasn't just making for estheticians. I was making them for everybody. And that's how that company started. But while I was developing my expertise, I was thinking to myself, you know, everybody needs to hear some of these ideas. I, I remember I was a journalist at first and my, I had a background in radio and I had a background in public speaking. So I thought, you know, I just gotta start doing talks. I gotta start telling people. And I, I was really starting to get into nutrition in a big way then too. And by the way, nutrition is the most important thing for your skin from a physical perspective. It's not topical skincare. It's what you eat and, and the kind of nutrients, the kind of nutrients you take and also your digestive system and how you're absorbing. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the missing link in skincare as far as I'm concerned. So I started to, I started to get this idea, I wanna to talk to people. And so I started doing talks in my lab first. It was in, I had a pharmacy that was a laboratory. 
And so I, I would invite people in. First, I had two people. The very first meeting I had, there were two people and myself, and we sat around the table and talked. And pretty soon it was five people and then 10 people, and then it was a lot of people. And then I started the school, and then, you know, and then it kind of blossomed from there. But all along the way, I was realizing that skincare, number the two things, skincare didn't work and skincare could work. Mm. Number one, number one, it wasn't working because the ideas were not taking advantage of how the body, how the body, how the skin works as a part of the body. Skincare was treating the skin as if it was separate from the body, as if it was a covering that had nothing to do with the inside of the body. And that's why skincare wasn't working because you have to get down below the skin to the level of the cells, the level of the dermis, and ultimately to the level of the blood if you really want to have beautiful skin. And skincare wasn't doing that. So number one, I learned that skincare wasn't working. And number two, I learned that skincare could work. And today I've dedicated my life to creating products that actually make a difference on your skin. And by making a difference on your skin, I'm talking about healing. And here's a little tip for you, for your ladies who are listening or guys who are listening. If your skin, your favorite anti-aging product, your favorite wrinkle cream, your favorite uh, moisturizing cream, and your favorite whatever topical product that you're using that you want to make a difference on your skin does not heal a cut, or can't accelerate the healing of an abrasion or a broken skin, it's not a wrinkle product. It's not a moisturizer mm. product. It's a baloney product. It's not a product that's gonna make a change. If it's gonna make a change, if you're really gonna get a change, and that's what presumably that's what people want, is a change on their skin when they use a product, it has to be able to heal the skin. Pharmacy is the art of making a change by using mm. top by using exogenous or outside the body strategies. This is what pharmacists do. Pharmacists want, to, uh, when you, we're trained in how you dispense substances that make the body different on some level, that create some kind of change in the body. When you go get your antibiotic or your antihypertensive or your birth control pill or your antispasmodic or your pain pill, whatever it is, what's the one thing you want the product, the, the prescription to do, the, the product to do? What's one th exactly. Do you care what it smells like? Do you care what it looks like? Do you care what the box is like or the bottle is like? Do you care what the, the labels, what the label is like, how pretty it is? Do you care if Cindy Crawford likes it or if some other movie star likes it? It better freaking work. It better work. <laughs> exactly. And that's the world I come from. I come from a world where the stuff has to work. If it doesn't work, it's, it it's not, doesn't qualify as being a, a, a medicinal substance. I think skincare should be like medicine. And that's why if you use my products today, my true treatment products, you use them like medicine. I don't know if you, you used Larry. Well, and I will say I you do have some of the sexiest, most luxury packaging. 100%. Like I love the packaging. That it's was simple. the first thing that drew me to it. Yeah. Cause I'm all about like matte black. And I was like, Oh, whatever this is. You know why I chose black? You know what why? the reason was? Let me tell you why I chose black. I, I chose the consciously everything about our packaging is it's conscious very, by the way. Our logo yeah. is conscious. The, the name is conscious. It's intentional. I did it intentionally. I created the business intentionally. I created the model intentionally. So here's why I chose black. I didn't want it to be about me. I wanted it to be about you. And so black is black. It's nothing. There's nothing in black. And that's, uh, uh, I, my original idea was to have no label at all, just to mm. have it black. But they told me I had to have some branding on it. And I had to describe <laughs> so I couldn't do it that way. You're like, the it's closest, a statement, the but we need something. <laughs> yeah, the compromise, I had to have something, right? The compromise was to make it black. It's like, I don't know if you ever had this experience. You're really hungry and you go to a restaurant and you want to eat 
and you sit down, you're ready to have this big meal and you're really hungry, you can't wait, and you get this meal and it's this little tiny piece of something with a little sprig of something out and there's a little drawing of mustard or something on the top. <laughs> it's like the chef thinks it's about him. Yeah. He doesn't realize totally. it's about you. It's about your belly. It's about you. And then everybody eat. leaves hungry and they stop at McDonald's. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah. like that too. We forget <laughs> it's about the patient. Yeah. In my world as a pharmacist, it's always about the patient. And so okay. So I, I want to, but I, so I've been using your products for, I'd say three months now, two months, okay. three months. I'm obsessed. I love them. Yeah. I've never experienced such like a vitamin C. I've always looked for like a vitamin C, just like your serum. And I love it. So will you just like, I really want, you've explained it so well, but really like from your perspective, if so, what is the difference between truth treatments and any other like medical okay. skincare products on the shelves in a spa? Yeah, that's and excellent. how can, on top of that, how can you make it happen with okay. integrity products uh, versus everything? And nobody else person. is doing it. Yeah, that no one else. Thing. Why? <laughs> when I made that cream for Ed in the pharmacy, that's what I was thinking to myself. How can this be that me and my pharmacy is doing this and it's healing a skin and all the great scientists and experts and big no one is doing company, it and nobody's doing it? You know, and sometimes that that's the way it is with new ideas because mm -hmm. old ideas have momentum and to break out of the box requires a certain rogue mentality. It requires a certain, but not just a rogue mentality, but also an intelligence and a sophistication about what's really happening. So I had that because I'd worked in Blistex and I had the rogue mentality because I'm kind of a rogue and the, the combination of the two is what made me, was what the, the understand how the skin works, the understand how chemistry works, plus the understanding about how nutrition works, plus the understanding, plus being a little bit of an, an, an iconoclast. You ever hear the word iconoclast? An iconoclast is somebody who destroys icons. An mm -hmm. icon is a standard way, the standard way everything that. is, and a class means like a to disruptor. Destroy. A disruptor, and I'm that. That's that's why truth treats truth treats We're is a disruptor. That's right. For sure. In the skincare business, you know, if your great grandmother got into a time machine from the great 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 grandmother from the 1880s and got into a time machine and came to the 21st century and got went to your bathroom, she'd know exactly how to use all of your skincare products because skincare hasn't changed. So this is truth represents the first disruption in skincare mm. in the in the modern skincare world since the modern skincare business was invented or, or or began in the mid in the late 19th century. Paulina Rubinstein was the first lady who gets credit for starting this, the modern skincare business and the skincare products she developed the creams, the lotions, she was the first lady to do this in the modern skincare world. We still use them today. Truth is different. Truth like I said earlier, I look at skincare like it, like I look at medicine and with medicine, you don't slather it on. If you take, if you're sick, right? You're really sick. Oh, I got this terrible cold. I got 30 amoxicillin, right? Do you pop the top off and go, look, look, look. I'm going to take all 30 right away. Cause I'm really sick. Right? No, you'd never do that. But with skincare, you go, I'm really dry. I'm going to slather a whole bunch. Give me more of that. I'm going to slather. What does that tell you? It tells you you're not treating it like medicine. It tells you you're treating it like nothing. Would you ever ignore your medicine and not pay attention to how many you took? Ever. You know, because you inherently respect the medicine because every little pill is powerful. Every little pill is loaded with something that's going to make a difference on your skin. So you take it three times a day. And if you, if you have to wake up in the middle of the night to take it, you wake up in the middle of the night to take it because every little dose is important. Well, I'm a pharmacist and when I make skincare, 
I want to make skincare that has the same gravitas, you know, the same seriousness as medicine. So with truth treatments, you only use one drop. You only use two drops. Now you're not going to hurt yourself if you put the whole bottle. And it goes a long way. No, it It goes goes a long way. way. Yeah. And this is to answer. um, You said I didn't catch your name. Beyond, tell me your name. Sydney. Sydney. So this is what Sydney asked me. Like, what makes it different? Like, why is this different? Because every drop is packed with active ingredients. Pharmacy is about dosage. The pharmacist understands the power of the dose. Mm-hmm. Every dose is powerful. Every dose is to be taken seriously. So when I, when I t- uh, tell people to use my tr- transdermal C serum, for example, I tell them to dose with transdermal C serum. You're taking it like you take medicine. Amoxicillin is serious or any medicine is serious because it's packed with active ingredients, active substances, your Coumadin, your metronidazole, your metoprolol, your beta blockers, your antihypertensive, your birth control pills, they're packed with medicine, with powerful, powerful chemicals that in the tiniest little it's amount- That's how small it is. That's how small mm-hmm. the pill is, but most of the pill is lactose or, or filler. The active ingredient is like would fit on the head of this pen, of this pen, uh, of this mm-hmm. pen. The active ingredient in a birth control pill or an antibiotic would fit on the head of a pen or ahead of uh, the pin of your pen. That's the right way of saying it, the point of your pen. So what makes truth different is I took all the baloney out of the product. I took all of the things out of the product that weren't going to make a difference on your skin. I didn't put anything in the product that wasn't going to make your skin different, better, stronger, that wasn't gonna make your skin heal. So every drop has as much activity as an entire bottle of another company's product. Wait, that's why you, that's why you small mouths and that's why they last so long. Go ahead. Why, why are companies using extra things when they aren't needed to be? Well, is it for fragrance? Is it for smell? Like, is, lots what of, is lots the of reasons. Here's the most important reason. Because nobody knows the difference. Nobody knows that there's another way of doing They're it. They're just copying mm. each other. They're copying each other. Nobody know, has thought of doing it in a different way. This is the, that's why I said this is the first disruption. Nobody's thought of so doing crazy. it another way. Well, but and I think it also, also goes back to your, your whole experience with Blistex and the Blistex was like all about healing too. Yes. And I think that all ties into yes. it because I mean, yes. when I think of that, Blistex yes. was like the number one healing property it's a for healing your healing product. Mm-hmm. Using medicine, what I see, here's what I brought to the table. I wasn't just a pharmacist and I wasn't just a chemist. I wasn't just a skincare professional. I was a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. I studied and I loved nutrition because I was an athlete. And so I was, athletes know about nutrition. Even in the 1980s, before anybody else knew about nutrition, we were reading bodybuilding magazines and weightlifting magazines and studying about creatine and amino acids and whey protein. And we were really interested in building. Well, what is beautiful skin? It's skin that, you, or how do you make beautiful skin? I should say, you build it. In, in chemistry or in biochemistry, there are two things that are happening in the body. One is building. The other is breaking down. In chemistry, we say anabolism, like anabolic steroids, you probably heard that term, and catabolism. In order to have healthy, beautiful skin, or in fact, in order to have a healthy, beautiful body, and everything that's true about having healthy, beautiful skin is true about having a healthy, beautiful body, they go together. In order to have a healthy, beautiful body, in order to have healthy, beautiful brain, in order to have a healthy, beautiful skin, you have to have more anabolism than catabolism. You have to have more buildup, then break down. It's like a business, you know, you guys are in business, right? In business, you're always spending money. 
doesn't matter how much you spend. What matters is how much you make relative to how much you spend. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how much you make. It doesn't matter how much you spend. You can make $1 and have a better business than somebody who's making a million dollars. Why? Because you're not spending any money. He's spending a million and one dollars. It's the, it's the anabolic catabolic ratio. That is the build up to break down ratio. Anabolism means build up, but uh, catabolism means break down, right? The sum total is called metabolism. Metabolism is the sum total of build up and break down. It's your bottom line. And in order to have beautiful skin, or as you said, to heal the skin, you have to know how to turn on anabolism so you have more build up than break down. When we're aging, when our skin is dry, when our skin is dark or hyperpigmented, when we're not looking healthy, when we have heart disease, when our bones are breaking, whatever it is, whatever marker you want to say, it's always a result of a negative bottom line, of a bottom line that's in the red where you're breaking down faster than building up. So the secret to health, the secret to beauty, and health is beauty, the secret to well-being from a physical or even a mental and a spiritual perspective or emotional perspective, and I'm a firm believer that it's spiritual, mental, emotional, and then physical. And you're never gonna hear me say it's all, all, only working at the physical level. All the levels are important. The key is to have more anabolism, more buildup, more income than you have spending or catabolism or breakdown. So what true treatments do, and this is really the, 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 uh, the secret to all good health, all good health protocols, spiritual, mental, emotional, or physical health protocols, internal or external health protocols, is to be able to figure out how to turn on anabolism, turn on breakdown, and mi mitigate or reduce build, uh, I'm sorry, turn on buildup and mitigate or reduce breakdown. And it's really as simple as that. What true treatments do is we turn on, we turn on the building process. That's what true treatments do. But here's the thing. This is a really important distinction that nobody makes. The body is made up of two components. It's made up of cells and it's made up of stuff. Cells and stuff. Technically, we call it extracellular matrix. Okay. I just say stuff. When we are sick, or <laughs> when we're, cells when, is most important. <laughs> yes. Because when we're sick, we see it at the level of the stuff but it starts at the cell level. So you gotta figure out how to get to the cell. In terms of skincare, it's a little tricky because the cells are deep. Mm -hmm. You know, we look at the skin, it's, 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 you don't really see the skin as it is because we're diluted by the surface, but you gotta zoom in with your x-ray vision and you'll see that it's stratified. It's layered like baklava or like layer cake or like uh, lasagna. You got a top layer and then you got multiple layers underneath. The thing about the skin is the top layer is a barrier. It's supposed to keep things from getting down underneath. But in order to get healthy or have beautiful skin, you got to get to the cells and they're underneath. So the big the conundrum in skincare is how do we get from the stratum? It's called the stratum corneum. You probably know that the skin surface. It's how do we get through the stratum corneum to the cells? The vast majority of skincare products only work at the surface. They, they work at the stratum corneum level. I'm like, so do I need to start drinking my Vita, my serum? <laughs> Just kidding. Well, Inject uh, it into my veins. You have to start drinking, you know, nutrients. Absolutely. No, no, I know. You, you guys look like you're, you know, you're doing fine. We do, so, we do a lot of cellular cleansing. I can see yeah. you're, you look healthy and beautiful, both of you. So Thank great. you. But you're, you know, that's why you're teaching people. That's why you're helping people because most people yeah. don't know what you know. So yeah. as a pharmacist, my, I'm privy to the idea of what's called transdermal penetration. 
In pharmacy, we study transdermal penetrations. Transdermal means across the skin, through the skin. In pharmacy, we have long used medicines that were topical, but were designed to get into the bloodstream. So for example, if you get in pain, if you have horrible pain, they'll give you something called a fentanyl patch. Have you ever heard of this? That's, mm -hmm. a, that's yeah. a patch you put on your skin. It has fentanyl in it. Fentanyl is a very powerful uh, analgesic. It's an opioid and it will go through your skin into your bloodstream. You don't have to take it orally, you just put it on your skin. If you're on a cruise and you get nauseous, they'll give you a little patch to put in behind your ear. It's called scopolamine. I don't know if you've ever seen this. You mm -hmm. put a scopolamine patch. The scopolamine goes from the patch, it goes through your ear or through the skin under your ear, I should say, and it goes into your bloodstream. You can use creams to get in your bloodstream. Women will use estrogen creams or progesterone creams. There's various, we look at the skin as a route of administration into the bloodstream. And there's various kinds of creams and patches and topical strategies that we learn about in pharmacy school for getting into the blood through the skin. I use those in my, trans, in my truth products. I use those transdermal technologies so to bypass cool. the skin surface to get to the cell because it's all about the cell. And here's the good news. This is the coolest, okay? Check this out. A cell has been on earth, has been alive, has, uh, has been on the planet for three and a half billion years. The, the cells have been on the planet that long. And in that three and a half billion years, they have developed a menu with which they like to eat from. And it's not a very long menu. It's not a very big menu. Guess what? There's no drugs on that menu. There's no herbs on that menu. There's nothing in the, in the rainforest on that menu. The only thing on that menu are molecules that we call nutrients with a couple of exceptions like glucose and carbon, carbon dioxide. The vast majority of substances on that menu are what we call nutrients. If anybody ever asks you what a vitamin is, what a mineral is, what any of these components in nutritional supplements are, you tell them they are the food that compose the menu, that comprise the menu with which a cell eats from. So a cell doesn't need a lot. It just needs the basic substances that it evolved with on the menu. Plus it needs some oxygen and it needs an ability to drain off its toxic, its toxic wastes. That's all a cell needs. Now, in turn, the main place that the nutrition comes into the, or gets to the cell, the nutrients get to the cells through the bloodstream. You eat a food, it goes into your intestine, it crosses over from the intestine into the bloodstream, then it travels around the blood and all those nutrients that were in the food get distributed to all the different cells. What makes the skin so cool is that there are a couple of nutrients, not a lot. There's a few nutrients that you can put on the skin that will migrate if you have a, a, a clever strategic formulation that will migrate past the stratum corneum and migrate to the living cells that are located at the bottom of the epidermis and in the dermis. There's basically two or maybe three living cell types. There's your the fibroblasts, which live in the dermis, which is very low, uh, very deep, I should say. Uh, and they make the collagen and they make the elastin. Then there's the keratinocytes. Those are the standard skin cells. Those are making the moisture factors. And those are also giving the skin its, its uh, robustness at the skin surface. And then you have the uh, melanocytes that make pigments. That's basically the only cells that are alive in the skin. You have the, the, there's some immune cells and a few other things, but the basic, the, the basic cells are the keratinocytes, the fibroblasts, and the melanocytes. Now, the melanocytes we usually only target when we want to hype, when we want to pigment the skin, or unfortunately, we want to depigment the skin. And there are drugs that will poison the melanocyte. 
So I'm not going to talk about the melanocyte. For the most part, the two major cell types that we want to work with are the keratinocyte, which is where the moisture factors are produced and which give the skin barrier its, uh, its uh, robust nature, its, its strength. And then and it also gives the, the skin a little bit of body. And then there's the collagen-making cells. And those two cell types are extremely responsive to vitamin A and vitamin C. And that's why if you are stranded on a desert island and you can only bring two ingredients to keep your skin beautiful, you bring vitamin A and you bring vitamin C. I was going to ask, what are like the main things you need? The main. Now, electrolytes are also very important. Uh, Electrical substances, they're called polyelectrolytes, and these are found in the soil. Those can be very helpful for the skin. And hydroxy acids can be very helpful for the skin as well. But as far as feeding and sustaining that cell, you've got vitamin A, you've got vitamin C, and you've got a polyelectrolytes. That's all you need. The hydroxy acids. Are, are those three, on. obviously vitamin C is, but are the other two ingredients in your transdermal C serum? They're all my products. Well, oh, okay. not all my products, awesome. but I use okay. them generously. Transdermal C serum, transdermal, excuse me, I'm sorry. Transdermal C serum uh, is, and that's another thing I should tell you. I use high concentrations. Transdermal C serum is almost 80% fat soluble vitamin C. That's unheard of. Got it. Our retinol, our retinol is 5% retinol. Everybody else has 0.01% retinol, 0.1%. Oh my gosh. That's what not, Carrie, Carrie that works um, for Truth. You she know Carrie? Was, yeah, I met her. I love her. I'm obsessed with her, but I, oh my God. I swears I by the retinol. Carrie Kish. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my God. You know her. Okay. Beautiful. She's yeah, amazing. You know she is amazing. I have a lot of amazing people that work for me and yes. almost all of them work for me because they started using Truth. Yes, she's wow. like uh, such and a good advocate for your brand. Yes, yeah, because we're on a mission. Truth is not just another company that's out there making mm-hmm. skincare products. I want to change the way people understand the skin. I want to change the way people treat the skin and take care of the mm-hmm. skin. Because you know what? We don't honor our skin. We don't respect our skin. If you can slather a product on your skin while you're watching TV, while you're talking to your boyfriend or girlfriend, while you're eating lunch, while you're reading a book, and you can just rub something on, that's disrespectful. That's mm-hmm. not treating the skin with the love it deserves. With truth, you put one drop and you massage it in and you pay attention to what you're doing. Because it's like a ritual. It's like a ritual love of that. love and a ritual of honor and a ritual of respect. When you're putting toxic substances on your skin, that's rude. That's offensive. Mm-hmm. That's insulting to this beautiful organ. And the, the tragic thing about this organ that I know we all love, and a lot of people love the skin, is that The only time we really thank our skin, or or I should say think about our skin, is when we see a pimple, or when we see a a, a wrinkle, or we go, oh crap, that wasn't there yesterday. You know, we never say, oh my God, this is the most amazing organ. It makes hormones and it protects me and it's generating calories and it's growing and healing and, and regenerating every split second of every day. As we're sitting here having this conversation, cells are flying off of your face and they're scattering around and new cells are coming up to the top and this thing is constantly dynamic and the cell you have right now, or I'm sorry, the skin you have right now is not the same skin you had uh, half an hour ago when we started talking. It's a completely regenerated organ. And this beauty, this amazingness, this complexity, and this tightly choreographed regulation that's occurring at the level of the cell is so deserving of our respect and of our honor and of our love that to me, it's, it's so tragic that we don't pay attention to this beautiful organ called the skin. And guess what? When you have acne or when you have eczema or when you have psoriasis or when you have a, some kind of skin problem, your skin is crying. 
I can look at people's skin and I can hear it crying. Because mm. I've been looking at skin, I've been seeing skin for so many years, you know, the skin talks to me at this point and I can see people's skin crying when it's- when, I when believe it's that, especially and people just so, so stressed, painful. eating so poorly and it's I, just yes. like coming through. Yes, and what do we do? We cover it up with makeup. Yeah. The, I the actually want to ask you, can you create cosmetics next? No, you don't need it. The greatest compliment <laughs> people give me is when they say, you know what? I don't have to wear my makeup. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen- Make a seen... couple things, maybe like <laughs> mascara or something. Makeup is an art form. And I like, I appreciate it. I had a girlfriend who was really in the art uh, and she taught me about how it's an art form and I can respect the art yeah. form. I'm I love kind of, it. I'm, yeah, there's an art to it and I respect that. But when you're trying to hide something, yeah, I, I agree. With I, don't, that. I don't even begrudge people hiding something, but I'm saying it's not necessary. We yeah. can fix it. We can change it. The skin is, is so is so forgiving. Every six to eight weeks, you have new skin. So what you have today, you don't have to have six to eight weeks from now if you understand right. how to do it. But like Albert Einstein said, the the uh, the uh, definition of insanity is what doing the doing same, same thing over thing and over, over again, and expecting a expecting different result. So you gotta change the results. I'm sorry, Sydney. What were you saying? No, no, no. That, that's okay. So I'm, I, I, I do want to dive in because about four years ago, I was a competitive bodybuilder, and okay. I was taking, you know, whatever I could, supplements, all the things. I was 20, 19 years old, and my skin was awful. Like if you mm. saw pictures, you would have been like, you, your, your body, you were about to like die. Your skin right. was so bad. That's what it right. looked like. And if I would have had something like truth, I think it would have been a catalyst and helped me a lot, but I know so much of it had to do with nutrition. Absolutely. So if someone has awful skin, they're using truth, but their skin is still yeah. just like not yeah. doing what it needs to be doing. What are other options besides, one, the main option, besides awful stuff? Main, there's one main option. It's not just true about skin. Remember as goes the skin, so goes the rest of the body. Skin is not separated from the body. So what's true about the skin is true about the body. What's true about the body is true about the skin. The skin is part of the body. It seems silly that we even say that because obviously the skin is part of the body, but because our culture is such that we don't make that connection, we see them as distinct. Yeah. I got to say that the skin is part of the body. So the most important thing about any health challenge you have, first and foremost, is go to the digestive system. Why? Because the digestive system is the port of entry into the bloodstream. Now, there's one exception to that, and that's if you're injecting things. If you're injecting things, you bypass the digestive system, you've gone right into the blood. The blood is the sacred space. In the Bible, it says the life of the blood, the life of the body, the life of the body is in the blood. The blood is carries everything. The blood carries the oxygen, the blood carries the nutrition, and the blood detoxifies. And the only three things that can ever go wrong in the body, only three things whether you're talking cancer, whether you're talking psoriasis, whether you're talking heart disease, whatever you're talking about, there's only th three things that can happen that can go wrong in the body. And to understand this, you gotta understand the cellular nature of the body. All disease is cell disease. Okay, you guys, I am so sorry, but we are going to take a slight intermission until next week in this episode. I was listening to this and I was like, there's no good part to cut this in half at. There is so many takeaways. I wanted to leave you guys on a cliffhanger about cellular disease, just so, so you guys come back for more next week with Ben Fuchs. How incredible is Ben, you guys? Please share this episode out, um, share your takeaways. I know that Laren and I have pages of notes from this podcast and I could have asked Ben 
a thousand more questions. All I wanted was like another hour with Ben Fuchs. So share this out, share your biggest takeaways, share some things you're gonna be changing in your routine and your skincare. Maybe you're gonna try truth treatments. Maybe you're gonna try some other nutrition things that Ben suggested. Um, but please come back to hear the last half of this episode because we really dive into personal development, personal growth, and like the, our own energy and how that can affect the skin as well. And I think the last half of this episode was just as powerful, if not even more powerful than the beginning because it was just, it was so deep. We just got to a whole nother level. So I will see you guys next week. So excited to have you back. Um, but for now, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Save it for later because I know you guys are going to want to come back and listen to it again. Thank you guys for listening. Please share. Tag us at Selling Social Podcast. Tag Ben at Truth Treatments uh, on Instagram as well. And we cannot wait to hear your biggest takeaways. See you later.